0: Welcome to a special edition of The Clappers. I'm Carl Quinn. In this one, I sat down with Peter Capaldi, who was in Australia to do a couple of uh, Supernova Comic-Con fan convention things. We sat in his hotel room. There was tea involved. There may be some clinking of cup on saucer here. Hopefully that's not too distracting. There's a lot of good stuff here where he talks about his, his time as Doctor Who, his time with Armando Iannucci in In The Loop and The Thick Of It, what he's doing next... All up, I hope you'll enjoy it. Yeah, if you've got. Is that, is that, if they've got coffee? Hello, Peter Capaldi. Hello there, Carl. Um, welcome to Australia. Thank You're you. not your first time. No. But your first time in Melbourne. Yeah. What have you been to Australia for before? Uh, Doctor Who. It was still Doctor Who related
1: stuff. But the first time I came, I went to Sydney and I came. I must be one of the few people in the world who visited Australia for a day and a half. <laughs>
0: it's a long it's, way to come it's a long a way
1: to come for a day and a half which is what we did uh, but that was because when I started they had us on a world tour so yeah. we did a day, day and a half here and then we went off to uh, uh, LA or somewhere yeah, yeah.
0: Right. All right so you're going to actually get to see something this time around yeah
1: I've been I mean, we came again uh, a couple of years ago which was very nice uh, and this time yeah we're spending a, a lot of time hanging around yeah right, right, right. and it's lovely to be here Melbourne's lovely yeah thank you this is my uh, beautiful assistant uh, <laughs> Later you'll be sawing him in half. Do the famous uh, <laughs> uh, squirting of the milk all over his lovely jacket <laughs> trick. Um, yeah, no, it's great. It's really nice here. I like it. It's yeah. great, really nice vibe. Really uh, uh, friendly. Lots yeah. of good coffee shops.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, tell me, tell me about the Gosh. the fan convention business. Yeah, yeah. Is this a new thing for you, or have you done a bit of this?
1: I've done a little bit, thanks to to Gary here. Uh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's because when, when when you when you are actually playing the doctor, the BBC doesn't let you do. Oh, okay. So you don't get like, to do, or or they do while you really well. do their own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, kind of things. So uh, it's only uh, since leaving really that I've become more involved. Okay. But it's very nice. It's lovely. It's a great privilege. A to meet people. Here, really. B to be paid for it. Yeah. And C to come and travel to these incredible places. Does it pay as well as
0: actually playing the role?
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's a great. Um, it's great fun is it I mean well I'm sitting in Melbourne yeah you know uh, I'm going to meet a lot of people hopefully who who, who have enjoyed the work that I've done uh, and also you get to meet other actors and other people who are you know, often from shows that you know you, you know, I myself might be you know at a great time with Gary I think when we were where were we in, uh, in Portland or somewhere and uh, Jason Isaacs had showed up you know oh, from yeah. the start which was great but Jason and I know each other from from London, and for being actors for years and years and years, yeah. so it was lovely to see him.
0: Yeah. Uh, but also, you get to see people from other shows that uh, you might be. a fan yeah, of yeah. So, in terms of the the fan thing, I'm yeah, I, I, I saw yeah. uh, saw so you on Graham Norton talking about, well, being ambushed about the uh, the letter you wrote to the oh BBC yeah, asking yeah, to be. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So you wanted to be uh, the secretary of the B, of the Doctor I Who think fan they, club. I that this is something that they have concocted
1: because it's a better story than the actual truth I can't remember what the because uh, I mean obviously I've you know I, I was like young yeah. uh, and, and I wanted to be cool and that wasn't the coolest thing uh, for your schoolmates uh, to discover that you were writing to Doctor Who uh, but um I can't remember exactly I think it was more that I was just I, I was crazy about the show Yeah And that was just a way To get into contact And I would write And get autographs i got autograph, John Pertwee's autograph And Tom I used to have All of the doctor's autographs Did you? Except for William Hartnell uh, Because uh, he, he was rather in front By that time But his wife wrote me A rather lovely letter with Right her, And she signed his photograph um, Which was very sweet But yeah no, I'm just, just a great fan of the show Have you still got them? Well, that's a sad story of, uh, of, of growing up. What happened was, I, you know, I was a big fan of the show, and you know, with all due respect to the people who are fans of the show, still, it tends to be within a certain age group, yeah. and then you pass through yeah. that age group, and you come out the other end, and you get involved in sex and drugs and rock and roll and all the other things you want to do, and that's what I did. Yeah. And so I didn't want to be a geek anymore, so I threw out all my, all my geeky stuff. <laughs> that terrible so I I had a bonfire of the vanities where where I got rid of all this stuff that would would have been great fun for me to have now. It would be an amazing set now wouldn't it? My most treasured thing actually which I uh, I, I got rid of foolishly was a lovely autograph that I had from Peter Cushing Mm -hmm. who was the the actor who played uh, Dracula's nemesis and was in, thanks a lot see you later. He was in a lot of uh, horror movies, yeah. horror movies, and I loved Peter Cushing. Yeah, uh, he, he he played Doctor Who as well on, in the in, in movie versions. Yeah, yeah. Um, But I got to meet him when I was very young, so that was very exciting because he opened like a kind of fan thing. He sort of opened. Uh, uh, he was doing a charity opening yeah. uh, of something in Glasgow, in Scotland, where I come from. It was very rare in Scotland to have anybody like that, yeah. so I went to meet him, and he was absolutely lovely. And he sat, and he had a ten by eight photograph. And he sat and he wrote this beautiful message to me on this photograph. Really? Yeah. Gave it to me, and in fact, I was such a fan of his that um, I modelled my own signature on his because we have the same we have the same initials. Right. Peter Cushing, Peter Capaldi, <laughs> and so my autograph is a, is an echo of his. I, I I I genuinely copied his. He did rather. Um, <laughs> florid sort of pee, yeah which i copied right um,
0: but I, I, I he took more time than i do i go faster right. <laughs> <laughs> of course i probably didn't charge for photos and autographs in those days did they i don't
1: think they did i think I, but then it was a charity thing so uh, um, i wouldn't have been um I would have been
0: some money would have changed hands yeah, but I yeah. can't remember exactly yeah. how we're doing it so given that the, the, the sort of your background as somebody who was a fan yeah. does that make this whole thing seem you know maybe more of a rich experience in exchange with, with the fans and perhaps it might be for some, some other people who do it I don't know I mean I think I suppose that I can in, in, in put myself in their
1: shoes mm. uh, more efficiently um it's all very very different from when i was mm. a kid uh so uh i guess i feel that pain <laughs> um
0: but it's a it's a whole different world I, um it's a traveling road show now isn't it i mean it's a it's a big business kind of thing well not big business but it's a you know do
1: you know what at heart it's very sweet yeah because what you get you know for, for our show for Doctor Who is you get a lot of families you get a lot of young people you get a lot yeah. of kids you get a lot of people um, who uh, have found something in the show that has uh, moved them yeah. or helped them mm. uh, uh, I'm sure that's true of many shows but I think it's more uh, more true of Doctor Who uh, so you get to meet those people and they get to uh, express that to your little for a little while so I think that's nice but it generally it's a it's a fun kind of carnival people always ask you haven't but generally like it, it, people in the press are always looking for some slightly um, alarming geeky story you know uh, of people <laughs> using up too much personal space and, and trying to hit you with plastic bags full of memorabilia and stuff it's not like that it's really like a carnival yeah people are very funny and witty about it uh, and it's great also the
0: families and the kids it's a real sort of nice atmosphere yeah, yeah. what is it about the show that you think does resonate with people because I mean um, you know you can look at the early early episodes in particular and go my god it was so hokey and you know the sets are falling uh, out. everybody of course jokes about that sort of stuff how cheap it looked in the early days and yet th- even then it was it was resonating with people and yeah. much more so now I would say I don't know what it What it is about it now, because uh, uh,
1: it's a sort of different show. Mm. Um, My my feelings about it are that it's, uh, it has uh, my, the things that I think are arresting about it uh, are things that people don't generally like to to, to publicise because they think they're, they're negative which is that it has at heart a kind of sort of death motive
0: yeah um,
1: uh, But people never want you to say that <laughs> they, they never want you to say that what the big thing about the show is that the central character dies yeah you know but that yeah. gives it a tremendous there's no other show like that yeah where the central character is doomed yeah so everything about it is charged with that yeah but I don't know whether that I, I think The reason it's so successful is because it's got monsters in it and they get blown up (laughs) Um, and that's serious because there are not you know monster shows used to be more yeah there used to be more of them around there are there are very few of them now uh and doctor who is one of the originals Mm. Uh, and also it is more like a fairy tale than a science fiction show i think yeah right you know it's really more about um uh, darkness uh, and the protection of 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 children and people from from the evil things that are lurking in the shadows, mm. and, uh, and there's always the monsters. Always have a slightly kind of uh, comic edge to them or wit to mm. them. Um, so I feel it's and he is a kind of as uh, or, or she as 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 a character is a is an elusive kind of. Uh, Creature of, of from deep in the forest. You mm, know. Mm.
0: So when when uh, they were c- casting Jodie, were, were yeah. you involved in that in any way? Or did you have no. any kind of insight or foreknowledge? No. no, no. It's a very uh, iron wall that, right. that comes down. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What do you think? What do you think of? of I think the, she's great. I think yeah. she'll be amazing. Yeah. I think she's yeah. So now that there's now that they've taken that leap. Yeah. Does it kind of open it up to all sorts of possibilities in casting? Do you think? What, cost to cast a woman? Yeah. What other possibilities could there be? Well, you, they you could cast that? somebody who's not white. They could cast somebody who's, uh, you know, transgender. Yeah. There could be a transgender doctor.
1: Yeah, of course. Anything. Yeah. I think
0: that's, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of liberating, isn't it? Or is it? Which is, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think that's
1: fantastic. You know, I think it can be anything. You, you want it to be. Yeah. That's, the, which is, you know, brilliant. And I'm sure Jody will be granted, yeah. It could be, you know, anybody, anything, any, you know, yeah,
0: any species.
1: <laughs> any species. That, yeah, I mean, to me, it doesn't. See, it seems quite natural. I don't. I, people often say to me, "What isn't this a mate?" not To me, it doesn't seem a shock or, yeah, yeah. or strange that it should be uh, so a, a white middle-aged male or a white. Uh, I mean, you know, I was uh, going against the grain, you know, when in the current version of the show,
0: you know, in what way? Uh, By
1: because I was older. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, I wasn't. You know, I love. Matt and I love David, um, but they're both very good-looking, charismatic young guys who can really run <laughs> 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 and leap over tables. And stuff. Did you have a body <laughs> double for all of that? <laughs> no, I actually did a I like doing all that stuff myself, but I suffer for it now. <laughs> um, but you know, they—you know—so I was. Uh, uh, I think some people thought it was ridiculous having somebody of my age. Really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But then, of course, those are people who
0: didn't realise that the show originated with somebody of yeah. my age. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've got to ask you about Malcolm Tucker. Yeah, yeah. Who, who is, I think, a character who, for a different audience, yeah, yeah. is almost as much of a cult figure and yeah, yeah. hero. Um, how do you feel about Malcolm? Do you, do, you, do you hold him close? Yeah, I love Malcolm. I think he's
1: great. He's very, um, uh, uh, you know, and uh, the further away I get from him uh, in time, the more... Uh, uh, warm I feel towards him. I always felt warm about him, you know, he's not really a, he was an extraordinary kind of creation, Mm. he was much more, I mean I've said this before, but but he's kind of much more of a performance for me than than, than, say Doctor Who is. Oh really? In terms of, you know, I'm a humble human being and Doctor Who is a time lord so there's a great (laughs) imagination there but Doctor Who doesn't use as much bad language as, as Malcolm does or, or indeed isn't as angry as Malcolm is uh, so for me Malcolm was a more uh, it was a performance that needed I had to push myself yeah. uh, out of myself much much more whereas Doctor Who you bring to yourself okay. much more Malcolm I have to reach out
0: for these other aspects that are not natural to me right right. although some of my friends disagree with that <laughs> I mean, the the performances Malcolm must have involved a fair degree of improvisation. That was just the process that um, people
1: go on about the improvisation and the thing. But in fact that it's a very heavily written show, yeah. a beautifully written show. So what would happen is you would have this wonderful script. That are, I mean, our writers are, are amazing. Uh, I think I just saw Omnishambles shambles uh, was has just been uh, put into the dictionary. Uh, <laughs> which was created by Tony Roach who's one of our wonderful one of the many wonderful writers we have in this script uh, in I think of it but how extraordinary to actually write a word to make up a word and then find it it's in the dictionary now um, I've lost my thread now what was I saying? <laughs> wow about uh, oh, oh, yeah, improvisation. improvisation yeah no, what you had to do was <laughs> you had to do a kind of word perfect version of the script you had to shoot that yeah and then Immediately, you would then shoot an improvised version of the same scene. Right. And because the, f- the thing was short with handheld cameras yeah. uh, and was cut very fast in, yeah. very, in a very jagged manner, if you found something in the improvisation that was funny, uh, then Armando uh, Iannucci, who, who, who created the show and directed it uh, and wrote a lot of it, um, he would take a little bit of improvisation and could slip it in yeah. to the written text yeah yeah
0: yeah
1: but i would not uh, the improvisation is really about giving a tang of uh, reality or anxiety to the performance as opposed to uh, being a, 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 an aspect of rewriting yeah the
0: writing was very very strong yeah, uh, yeah. on the thick of it. I, I just as i watch you in in the sort of great tirade moments yeah. it's like it, it's almost impossible to think that 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 is scripted every every bit of that well, thank you very much.
1: That's, <laughs> no, but, that, no, but that, that, that's a great compliment. Thank you, because that's the trick. It is scripted. Yeah, right. So the trick is to try and make it look like it isn't. Yeah, yeah. So that's why you had to... You know, I never... You know, people... Are, I, I would always be in some corner sitting... Going over and over the lines because the only way to get through it, to give yeah. it any life, was not to be worrying about the lines. But often you were only given the lines the night before or two days before or something. Yeah. So you had to be really, really on top of them. Uh, and also, they're written in a very ornate kind of way. So sometimes they would be very particular. And, you know, and uh, Amanda might come and say, No, that F word should be there. <laughs> <laughs> And that C word should be there, not the way you did them. Uh you know. So you had to be on your toes. But that is a great experience. Yeah, yeah. And, and Armando is just wonderful. He I said. had lunch with him. Um,
0: oh, did you? Yeah, last but, year he was. What was he that for *Do for, Death, for Stalin? Death* of Stalin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Which great. You know, sat, sat in the in the can for ten months until the film film got released. So. It's hilarious, though, isn't it? Brilliant. It's, uh, look, you know what? I found it really quite disturbing. Yeah. because it's so familiar in some ways. Like yeah. you know, the sort of it's you're watching it, and going, oh, it's like it's like in the loop or yeah. thick of it or even Veep. You know yeah. that yeah. kind of dynamic. Yeah. But the stakes are so much higher. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. this actually happened.
1: Yeah, yeah, and
0: that's. Yeah, quite scary it is quite scary and also I was watching it and I thought it was hilarious
1: and also frightening for Mm. the reasons you said but also I thought nobody else is doing this Mm. this Mm. is this is really intelligent comedy yeah yeah. you know uh, dark as fuck (laughs) really dark uh, and really funny and beautifully played great cast
0: yeah were you invited?
1: I was doing Doctor Who ah cool so so I so I couldn't Yeah, yeah yeah but I think we're going to work later on Copperfield?
0: I can't say. Do you say? <laughs> what do you say? I can't say anything. <laughs> I mean, that sounds like an, uh, you know a, a, an odd and interesting project for him to be doing. It's great. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's going to be great. Um, how often are you introduced as Peter Capaldi, Oscar-winning director?
1: Uh, not often, no.
0: Would you like to be introduced that way more often? Not really, no, because <laughs> I only did that. That was
1: a strange little thing that happened because I did a little short film yeah. that, that won an Oscar. Which I, I watched the other day. Oh, yeah. good. Uh, yeah. but, but quite old now. And, yeah. and I didn't know that they gave Oscars for short films. But I wasn't really... It just sort of threw a kind of rather lovely spanner in the works because I didn't really want to be a director in that sense. I just wanted to have a go
0: mm.
1: at seeing what it was like. Was that the first thing you did? It was the first thing I directed. Really? Yeah. Right. We thought this was easy. (laughs) Well, no, I didn't think it was easy, but I knew that I had a facility for it. I'd gone to art school and saw the kind of bouncing, um, uh, uh, these different elements. And I'd also been an actor for for 20 years or something by that time. So uh, I sort of knew how the way a set worked. But yeah,
0: yeah, it was lovely. You've done a bit since. You've, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is it? I mean, how do you find the the two crafts compare? Acting, directing. Well, for me, uh, as a creative person, they're not. I'm not separated
1: into bits. Mm. So I don't. I'm not a different. As a director, I'm not a different creative person. I'm mm. a different set of responsibilities. Mm. But I hate that divvying up. And that was one of the things that I didn't like about directing was suddenly everyone said, you're a director now. Right. So you couldn't be an actor then if you were a director. Yeah. And if you did want to be uh, someone who did both things, you're, you constantly had to, to ram that down people's throats. Right. Um, but also directing takes up an enormous amount of time. Yeah. Uh, and I am much I have much more fun just showing up yeah. and acting. And I can, if you're an actor, you can do three or four jobs a year otherwise you're a director you just you know you're locked into the one but at the same time there's a little bit of me is you know I, I like the process of of putting scenes together and cutting things and music and stuff so I think I will do something mm. but the technology has advanced so far so fast now that it's possible to make um, films and projects without the shouldering you know all the uh the amount of personnel and equipment mm, and everything mm. that,
0: that you used to have, you'd be do. a bit more fleet of foot now. I think you could be more fleet of foot, yeah. that's why you're a writer. You, <laughs> you should see me acting, yeah. <laughs> sure that's why I'm a writer. <laughs> um, and it, and the um, as a, as a musician, as you were, albeit, albeit briefly, how, yeah. how, how was that? Was that a uh. Well, again, a completely I wasn't really, different
1: set of music. No, that was. A, I'm not really a musician. I'm just really. Uh, I just was a kid in the 70s, uh, and in 1976, punk rock came along and sort of exploded and changed. Yeah. You know, I, and I was at art school. but I went to art school, and we all dressed like Neil Young. You know, <laughs> and we were all had long hair and, and, and long coats and stuff. And then we went on summer break, and in the summer, the Sex Pistols yeah. arrived. And we all came back with peroxide hair and and, le- and uh, plastic trousers <laughs> and it was just part of the ethos of the time was that you tried you know if you could play guitar or you tried to be in a band yeah. so that's all but it wasn't really so afforded uh, a lot of us who weren't really musicians the opportunity just to get up and, and play
0: yeah
1: and also we weren't really a punk band we were just a sort of we loved like you know talking heads and all that kind yeah, of stuff yeah, yeah. and bowie and stuff so we but we were not musically able to do anything like that. <laughs> so we were completely out Punk of was easier. <laughs> Punk was easier. But also it was a great ethos. Yeah. It was a great thing. You, 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 if you wanted to have a go, you had a go. Yeah. Which was also part of the whole art school thing. At art school, you know, you were very much encouraged to just try things. Yeah. So um, But I play a lot now. I play a lot more now, just yeah. for fun. Yeah. What do you do? Just play guitar. I mean, when I play, I mean I sit around the house.
0: <laughs> oh, you don't mean, you don't get up on a stage and do it. Really? No, no, no. <laughs> Although I did see I was uh, backing back in Gary when he's doing no, his stand-up. No, no, no. <laughs> stand-up. I have a friend who's a wonderful
1: uh, musician called Doctor Robert who's is with a group called the Blow Monkeys. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was always encouraging me to play music, uh, to play guitar with them and stuff like that. Because he was, you know, so I did it li- and I played some music with him and he put a little video. He made a little video of it, and I was not really part of that whole world. So he put this video out, and it sort of got... I was going, oh, look, it's great. It's got, like, 300 people have watched it. That's <laughs> exciting. Oh, 800 people have watched it. And it was going up and up. Oh, 2,000 people have watched this. And it, reached, kept, and it reached, you know, the dizzy heights of 6,000 or something like that. But I looked at this um, on YouTube. There was also another Capaldi, and it said uh, Louis Capaldi. And I looked at it, I said, well, oh, who's Louis Capaldi? And I looked at it, and there was this guy, this young guy, and I looked, saw his views. And this is not a mistake: 9 million <laughs> Ooh, views for Lewis. 9 million. Was he a musician? Yeah, so I, I sing a songwriter. Right. So I, I listened to him, I thought, oh, this is great. And I thought, well, and um, I, 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 look, I looked at it, and it turns out we're related. Really? really? Yeah. So it's so great. So I went to see him in London. He came and did a show in London. All sold out. Yeah. Of course. So I had to go. He's currently supporting Sam Smith. Really? Uh, and uh, yeah. So I, I, I was so proud. He's so amazing. It's so he's a real. He's the real deal. It's and great. you discovered him by watching your by my, my, watching my humble six thousand <laughs> <laughs> views on YouTube. We discovered Lewis's nine million. Right. I thought, oh, that's the that's the, that's the world of YouTube right there. But he's great. Yeah. Right.
0: right, right. So he's a he's the real deal. Maybe you could join him on stage <laughs> for a, a song or two. No, I'm joining Gary on stage. The comedy. <laughs> uh, he's got it set now. Yeah. He came back. Yeah. Like I'll bring my guitar, though. So, you've done an enormous amount of work, it seems yeah. to me. When I look at you, certainly IMDB credits, yeah. it like it goes on. I'm i think old. You've got 125 titles there or something. That's because I'm old, yeah. <laughs> well, not everybody's done as much as that. Yeah. Do you love working? I mean, is it just... Do I you, do, do, you Do no. you like, feel the need I to do. be busy? I do like working, but I have to say, I... Stopped Doctor
1: Who really about a year ago, Mm. not quite a year ago, Uh, and uh, and this for this is the first time that I've that I've not worked for any length of time. Right, Uh, and I've really uh, enjoyed it. Right, no panic. No, no. Um, I I think Doctor Who is is great, but it's a very twenty four seven. Uh, kind of job, yeah. you, you know. You have to give yourself over to it completely, yeah. uh, and also you have to close down other bits of yourself that you might uh, that are not useful to to that particular job. Right? Uh, because uh, even just the filming of it demands such concentration. Uh, so I realised that I had been consumed by that work yeah. for like four years, but not just that; that I had been. Working for thirty years, yeah. So just to stop working was was great, yeah. and, and i really enjoyed that, and really sort of got in touch with some other uh, aspects of myself, uh, you know, with music and stuff like that. Mm. Uh, and um, so else? yes, it is time for me to go back to work. Yeah, right. I I, 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 I don't <clears> think I feel the need to be, uh, uh, you know, when you're young, you. you you want to get on and you also have to earn a living Hmm. Uh, I've still got to earn a living (laughs) but I'm not young anymore
0: not quite as desperately (laughs) though
1: perhaps Uh, no Uh, so um, yeah so I I do I I do want I I will there there is stuff to be done yeah right but I'm not like I've got to do this stuff and otherwise I'm I'm a failure or I can't move on yeah yeah yeah.
0: so what other stuff were you doing over the year what were the other things you were exploring
1: Uh, Music largely, I just keep, people keep, my my wife keeps buying me guitars, which is great. (laughs) Really? Uh, And she just bought me, well, this is only for guitar geeks, you know, uh, she just bought me a beautiful, when I was a, when I went to art school and that whole punk thing happened, I didn't know anything about guitars, but I desperately wanted an electric guitar and I the only thing was I had read that a Gibson guitar was a great guitar uh, and what I did was I at the summer break uh, I, I, when art school finished I went to I got a job in a bar uh, and I with my first pay packet I went put money down on an electric guitar and I and I worked through the summer to buy that guitar because it was expensive mm. um, and and uh, it was a Gibson SG guitar, and I absolutely loved it. So at the end of the summer, I, with all my money from my bar, I went and bought it. Uh, and then some years later, it, uh, uh, was, uh, we lost it. Right. Uh, and uh, I was very sad about that. Uh, but my wife just bought me, for my birthday, which was a couple of weeks ago, a, uh, it's not identical, but it's uh, a guitar of the same vintage. Right. Uh, which you got from a guitar vintage so-
0: shop right, SG right. it's absolutely beautiful and that's the first time you've had an electric guitar since oh last... no I've had an
1: electric had guitar it. since yeah, then yeah. but yeah. They, 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 I've never really spent that much money on a guitar I never, because yeah. I always think if you're not a musician yeah. there's no point in spending a lot of money
0: yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, but um, she very kindly thought that would be a great idea and it was Right. You know, so I now have this I mean it's old it's from the, it's from the 70s yeah. but
0: it's beautiful Old from the 70s. Yeah. Aren't we all? <laughs> I'm old from the 50s. <laughs> um, well, th- th- that will do. Thank you, Peter. It's yeah, been well, an people. absolute pleasure. It's my pleasure. I uh, hope you enjoy Melbourne. So I hope you've enjoyed this chat with Peter Capaldi. You may have spotted in there that uh, I asked him about the possibility that he might be appearing in Armando Iannucci's uh, film version of David Copperfield, the, the Charles Dickens novel, he was a bit skittish about that, about saying whether he was or he wasn't. It's since been announced that Ionucci is directing another film, writing and directing another film called In Too Deep. There's not many details about that. Maybe that's what we're going to see Capaldi in next with Armando. We'll see. Whatever it is, it's bound to be worth catching. That's it for this episode of The Clappers. Till next time.